Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Today we're going to talk with actress Tamara Duarte, who has starred in Longmire, Winona Earp, and Degrassi Junior High, The Next Generation. Did you ever watch Degrassi, by the way, Jade? I don't, I never watched Degrassi, but I know it was like this big deal. I think it was just, I think the only reason I did it was because like the channel it was on was like an extension from the cable that my parents got and they weren't going to pay the extra package. Yeah. But I knew a ton of kids who did and it was a huge show of kind of our generation and then the years below us. So funny. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get to watch it either because we didn't have cable. We only had like the regular stations, but I was always yeah. like jealous of the people who got to watch that. I did, however, Evan and I were obsessed with Winona Earp. Have you gotten into Winona Earp? It's so good. No, what is it even about? It's about this girl, Winona Earp, and she she's not like a vigilante, but she kind of is. I don't know. It's the it's a weird show. I feel like you would like it. But um, to, we got into it. it I was trying to think this morning. I was like, when did we watch that? Because we binged it so hard. So it was either like when I was pregnant with Bella or I don't It was a while ago that we watched it. But I don't, we were like hardcore, you know, we have to watch the next one. We have to watch the next one. We were like so obsessed. It has really good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just looking at it right now on my phone. Yeah, it's at like Comic-Con and stuff. Like it's a big thing. I would, yeah, I would definitely like it. It sounds like uh, something up my alley for sure. Sci-fi-ish. Yes, it's it's dark I fantasy. It's on, I like on. Sci-fi? I love anything fantasy. I don't know. It's don't so know. good. Yeah. So does Evan. Yes, it's on. The we Netflix also segment. loved. Did you ever watch Magicians? No, but I do remember when you guys were into that. <laughs> so good. Those are both so good. Also, you know, this is really dumb. I don't even know I'm talking about this. Maybe because we're all just sitting around doing nothing. But are there any TV shows that you are like into right now? You know, what's really sad is I go to bed when the kids go to bed right now. So I'm oh, not really yeah. watching any TV. I've even been missing out on the Bachelor, Bachelorette, Goat mm, recaps. Yeah. Like the shows they've been airing every Monday because I go to bed. So right. if I'm watching anything, it's sadly just like kid movies. And then Tanner the next day because he stays up and watches stuff. He's been telling me about all these really good movies he's been watching. And I'm like, dang, well, that's great for you. I just watched this like cartoon where this monkey goes around with a wrench and fixes things in the city. So, oh, my gosh, <laughs> that's been my entertainment. Charlie's back to not sleeping anymore. So that's fun. He was so good about sleeping oh, no. through the night and then he stopped. So, <laughs> yay. But we've been watching. It's so n- nothing new. Evan and I got obsessed with Million Dollar Listing New York. Oh, yeah. I think we're on season three right now, and there's like a million seasons. And also Naked and Afraid. Dude, Naked and Afraid is amazing. It's so good. It's so good. It's so dumb, and it's so good. When we were driving through the Oregon coast and all the way down to the Redwoods and all those forests, it's so beautiful. But I told Tanner, I was like, you you walk 30 feet into that forest. It's so thick. And you're on Naked and Afraid. Oh, 100%. Imagine just imagine if our car just broke down <gasps> and we couldn't get a hold of anybody and we were stranded for however long. Obviously, that's just a scenario no, that would probably never happen. Uh, we would be in survival mode just in that forest. It's, it's so it's intense. Crazy. Yeah. I was would asking, you ever go on? Would you ever no, go on naked and afraid? There's no way. I was asking Evan <laughs> yesterday. I'm like, how long do you think you would last on this show? 
and there's like a lot of factors in that you know would it be yeah. would we be in like the cold weather or you know like the amazon or africa or whatever but um he he was like i think in any case i would last like the night and then i would be out of there <laughs> i was like i don't even know pull me out i don't even know if i would make it through the night because in the cold weather i'd be so mad that i was so cold like that i know i would just be i would be so mad and then if you were in like the amazon the or desert. something you just get oh, yeah. eaten by mosquitoes the whole time and if those you're are hot, my two things and there's like lions walking around you like no no thank you but I think it would I be so handle. funny to have like a bachelor version of that. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be amazing? I feel like everybody is just such like princesses. Like I'm speaking about the men as well. Oh, yeah. All the ba- all bachelor people. I it would be feel, so funny. I feel though. like it would be hilarious because everyone would be complaining. Those are my two things, though. I couldn't do the cold because no. I have oh, uh, yeah. Raynaud's. Yes. So I physically couldn't do it. I would like lose a foot. Oh, my God. That would be really bad. <laughs> And I and I couldn't do the 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 ones where they have bug bites literally no. on every inch of their body, all uh-uh. over themselves. Yeah. Oh gosh, so disgusting. <laughs> the mosquito ones they kill me, and the mosquito nets half the time don't even. If they bring one, they're like the mosquitoes are getting through. Like those don't even help. It's horrible, gosh. but it's so entertaining because it's always something so different. What amazes me is like the mothers who go on there, they have mm, children back home or they just had a baby and they're like out, out naked and afraid. I was like, good for you. I know this girl got really kid. bad period cramps the other day. I'm like, how is she even dealing with that? And she oh, was in like that's shark infested water. Like it was nuts. I don't know. We, I'm obsessed. I feel like I'm almost done with every single season. Like I, I keep it on like during the day when I'm doing stuff just to walk in and be like, oh, what's happening now? What are they eating? What snail are they eating? Is it a poisonous snail? Oh my gosh. It's so dumb. Uh, anyway. The things so, we do right now to keep ourselves entertained though, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You really do. And I feel like there's tons of TV out there right now. And like you said, like new movies and stuff. So that's at least good to keep us entertained. Um, how is your nephew doing? So yeah, my Tanner and I went up to visit my brother and my sister-in-law in Oregon um, to meet my nephew, and they named him Alden Pierce Roper. He's so the cutest cute. thing ever, but he was born with some like labored breathing, and so they mm. had to keep him in the hospital a couple days extra, and then they went home for three or four days, and now he's back in the hospital um, because they felt he was acting funny. And so they t- they just felt like he wasn't acting like normal. And so they brought him in and they found out he has bacteria in his blood. He has a blood infection. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, and so they sad. think it's from a urinary tract infection that got no into way. his blood. Yeah. And so he has to stay at the hospital, I think, for five to seven, seven more days, they're oh. saying. And he has to go. I don't understand. He has to go to like a specialist in Portland to get his circumcision done. And then they still have to check to see if everything like anatomically is okay with his urinary tract. And if not, then he has to have surgery. No way. Yeah. yeah, So I feel so bad because they're the kind of people, my brother and his wife are the kind of people that were like, do we have children? Do we, Mm. you know, they were like, do we bring them into the world? That's the world today. And they weren't sure. And then they decided 
that they were going to have a baby and then COVID happened and they're like, this is why we didn't want to have a baby. Oh, <laughs> and then now they, now he's here and he's just the sweetest little perfect sweetheart. And he's, he's back so in the cute. He's so cute. That's so but hard. I, I feel, mean, I feel bad because they're, they're, I mean, they're first time parents. They're just like trying to learn as they go. You know, it's such a fast learning curve and then all this extra stuff's being thrown at them. But and honestly, like postpartum is hard in general. Like I can't as it already postpartum is, without yeah. your baby around and worrying about your baby. It's, I mean, it's just a thousand times harder. Yeah. Well, and I think with COVID, like because he had the labored breathing, they were really worried. You know, that was oh, something yeah. that totally. was really stressing her out. And they did test him. And I'm pretty sure I haven't, I don't, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure they got the test results back and he was negative. And obviously she had to have a test before she went into, before she got checked into the hospital and she was negative, but it's just something that you worry about. Like, well, he was obviously in the hospital for four days and somehow he contracted while he was, after he was born. And what is the, um, are they like both allowed to like go see him or is, like one person out at a time or any visitation at all? Like, how's that working? So when he was born, my brother was allowed to be there and stay there. Okay. Um, and then they brought him home. And then now that he's back in the hospital, there's only one parent allowed at a time. Dang. And so, yeah. So it's either like my sister-in-law's there or my brother's there. They both can't be there at the same time. But That's so hard. Yeah, especially because she needs – she's a new mom. She's recovering. She's healing herself. She's going through that first two weeks, which is kind of that baby blues period. Right. And then she doesn't have support – her support system. And she said that the doctors and nurses have been amazing and have been very supportive of her and with her. But still, you mm. want your husband – you know, you need that rock when, like, you feel like there's so much uncertainty. Oh, totally. Yeah. Just having so. a hand to hold while like you're holding your baby's hand, you know? Yeah. Because he's all, he's, you know, he's got an IV and he's mm-hmm. being like poked and prodded because they've been doing lots of blood tests and it's just hard to watch as a parent. And you always know like, oh, it's probably not as hard on the baby as it is for the parents because the baby will never remember this, but it's still hard to watch them suffer. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's so. Oh. So, so, so yeah, that's what they're dealing with, but hopefully they figure it out. I know he's been getting some antibiotics and that's been helping. So hopefully they figure everything out and that he can go home soon and their life can become a little bit more normal. And right. Man, those urinary tract infections, they'll get you. I never knew. Like who knew? I guess it's, this is, it just seems like everyone we know has like, had one lately. Tra- it's really yeah, odd. and that they've been like very serious. Have you ever had one? I used to get them all the time oh, when really? I was younger. Yeah, in my early twenties, I had like reoccurring UTIs. Stop! I've never had one ever. That's why oh, I didn't know when Bella had one. I was like, I don't even know what this is. They're horrible. They hurt. They like burn. They're terrible. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. Oh yeah, but I kind of I kind of grew out of it. But I know that's... they're pretty common when you're pregnant too to get UTIs. Oh my gosh, like pregnancy isn't hard enough. <laughs> throw UTI in there. Thanks. Yep, all the symptoms. I know. I feel like as a pregnant person, if you actually talked about everything you experience every single day, people would be like, "You're <laughs> just like complaining it. so much." But it's like, no, we literally deal with all these things. We it's just so like hard. shut up and deal with it. Oh yeah. Speaking of being your pregnancy right now, like how how is how is everything going? Pretty good. I feel 
You're like so halfway. Th- oh yeah. How is that possible, Jade? I know. So the first, the first like 16 weeks went really slow because I was sick. Right. And now I feel like they're flying by. I don't even know what happened to June. Like, did June even exist? I don't know. I don't know. Just, like, I don't know if it did or not. We're living in the twilight zone. Life is weird. But now it's just going really fast. And all of a sudden I'm like, how did my belly get so big? Like out of nowhere. I know I you like have one big. now. Yeah. And my first pregnancy with Emmy, I had that sweet spot where like the second trimester was like, oh, I don't even feel pregnant. I feel amazing. Yeah. It's like that. They call it like the honeymoon phase of pregnancy. And then it was kind of shortened with Brooks. And now I feel like I'm just not going to get one. I just feel like everything oh, no. just is already just hurting and aching. So oh, gosh. that's just. But Can I'm you 33. Sleep? I feel like sleeping is so hard when you're pregnant because you have to pee all the time and you're just like uncomfortable. Um, Some nights are really good. Some nights are really bad. It's weird. Ugh. It's it's not consistent man emmy's been sleeping in the bed so mm. if i'm getting kicked in the face that's fun <laughs> multiple times a night then that's a bad sleeping night anyway well changing topics which i guess not really because we were talking about my sister-in-law being postpartum and how she's kind of in that baby blues time period and how I just feel like that fourth trimester is so hard and we don't talk about it enough i feel like people are just learning that, hey, there's this like three months after you have a baby that are really hard and everybody's adjusting. The mom's adjusting, the baby's adjusting, and nobody talks about it. But our guest today has a big passion about new mom mental and physical health and just really supporting women during that time. So I'm really excited to get her on and talk about it and all that stuff. Yes, me too. Okay, let's take a quick break and we will get her from our virtual green room. How's it going up there in Canada? Um, you know what? We just we moved back in May of last year and oh my god, I think it was like a blessing in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> it's been it's been crazy, but I just feel a little safer. It's, yeah. it's a weird feeling to have like innately inside. I just feel like, oh, I can go to the doctors <laughs> and there's no and there's no repercussions or a bill coming in the mail or that's got to yeah. be so nice. <laughs> By the way, congratulations on your second pregnancy. Thank you. And how, how Jake, far along are you? 30. I'm 35. No, 36 weeks. 35 oh my weeks. gosh. 35. You're at the end. I know. I know. The end. Almost the end. And is it Carly that's pregnant? I don't know. Jade's pregnant. Jade, Jade, Jade. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Jade. Thank you. I'm 20 weeks. So that's great. We're kind of in this weird time together. But yeah, no, we're super excited. Yeah. Isn't it so different than your first? Yeah. Well, this is my third. Uh, I'm just, (laughs) I'm on the the baby express. You are on the baby express. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, yeah, definitely different. Just like you were saying, like going to the doctor and just um, how many appointments there are now because of just precautions and then thinking yeah. about how delivery and labor is going to be being in a hospital with everything going on. It's definitely, I mean, women are doing it and we're being, we're, you know, we're crushing life and being just fine and dealing yeah, with what can't. we're dealing with during mm. this pandemic, but it's definitely different. 
Yeah. And it's like, it's something that you can't get too wrapped up in because it's just so stressful to think about constantly. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're um, like towards the end of my pregnancy, I have a stepson who is six and he's supposed to be coming at the literally like around my due date. And then my mom who's coming in from Europe and, and then my husband has to go and pick him up from the States. So they're all going to have to be quarantined for 14 days. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm like, I'm not expecting this. This is so odd. It's such a weird time. So we're thinking of just like renting a cottage and (laughs) quarantining. But, uh, and then I go into labor and we'll have to figure that one out. Quarantining a cottage sounds great. Can I join? (laughs) I know. And my midwife's like, you can just have the baby at home. And I, it's like, I have a midwife, but I want to do it at a hospital. Like I'm trying to find a happy medium. It's just so much to think about that yesterday. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go for a walk. And I just don't want to think about, I just want like God to take over and be like, everything's fine. Everything's going to be okay. (laughs) You don't have to stress out about it because they, they extended the quarantine. They extended these measures, which is understandable. Like, you know, it's understandable for them to extend all of these measures to keep everyone safe. Uh, we just weren't expecting it four months later. Yeah, that's how my husband is. He thinks like everything will be because I'm doing November. He's like, everything will be different then. I'm like, are you sure? Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's what we thought too. And then with school and homeschooling and um, actually my eldest is my stepson is homeschooled through Laurel Springs. So that's been oh, so fun. amazing. Um, he's He was homeschooled even before the pandemic. So I'm like, but we had a teacher. So now it's like, oh, I'm mm. the teacher. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do this right now with the toddler. Okay. And pregnant. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. We have an ad for Laurel Springs on this uh, episode. I was going to say they're one of our (laughs) podcast sponsors. Yeah. Yay. I love love them. them. They're they're so great. And honestly, the teachers are so interactive and he's really excelled at Laurel Springs. And he's above, he's in grade one, he's going to grade one, he's above average on everything, uh, reading at a really high level. And I what I loved about, like homeschooling with him is we really got to bond. I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to fall into grace and do everything that I need to do. And it was such a eye opening experience that I really got to know my kids on a very in depth level. And you could really through the teaching, like through all the courses and the syllabus and everything, you could really adapt a lot of that stuff and correlate it to everyday life. Like, oh, like you just saw this ladybug and we were just talking about metamorphosis. So what is that? So it's like, if they're in school, it's like, oh, how was your day at school? And they're like, oh yeah, it was okay. (laughs) You can't really, yeah, enjoy that part of it. So there's an upside to everything. (laughs) Well, that's really positive to hear because I know probably a lot of our listeners who are parents are thinking about homeschooling with everything that's going on. So it's Mm -hmm. nice to know that there's like programs out there that actually are really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we actually found a teacher this time around we did, and we found a teacher who has a master's in education at Harvard. I'm blown away. I'm like, you want to do this? She's like, yes, I love kids. Like, and, and the thing is, it's like, no one really knows what's happening in September. No one really knows if these teachers are going to have jobs. So you, you really, you get to get, you, you get the pick of the litter really. Yeah. It's like three hours a day. You have like when you find for me and what I think I'm like, when you find your pace, you find your peace. Mm-hmm. So it's like the schedule and, and like, okay, 8am to 12, this is what's happening. You have a snack at 10 30. Like I'm so 
militant when it comes to that because it keeps me sane. <laughs> it's hard to be sane yeah. right now, I feel. <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. So this is obviously a mom podcast. I know you're super passionate about mental health and physical health, wellness of new moms. How did you how did you develop? I mean, obviously your mom, but how did you develop the passion to um, start advocating for that? So I have three sisters and 10 nieces and nephews. Oh my God. And yeah. Uh, and they all live in Toronto, which is um, a blessing that I could go through a lot of these mommy things with my sisters. Uh, mm-hmm. I fall third and my two older sisters are, I think it's like a 10 year gap, a seven year gap. And then me and my younger sister are like 15 months or 19 months apart, something like that. And I just found that I saw a, a lot of what my sisters were going through at a very young age. And, you know, I was still working, I'm still working as an actor at the time. And I, and I, I was burnt out and I was like, you know what, I want to go to, I want to do my yoga certification. And I went to Vietnam and I got my yoga certification. And then I stayed there for six, I stayed in Asia for six months. Cause I just, I got an offer to at an NGO to work with a couple of NGOs and to teach. And it was all prenatal and baby and children's yoga. That's wow. what I wanted to focus on. And then cool. I met this amazing like Amazonian woman who really got into like the traumas in women's bodies and how we don't deal with a lot of our traumas and how it manifests mm. during pregnancy and labor. Whoa. I was like so taken back. I'm like, I really want to help women just get in tuned with themselves because I feel like we lose ourselves so easily within the process of becoming a mother. Cause then, and then you go through a whole identity crisis and I'm like, I I even, I even went through it. Like I'm still going through it. I just always had a passion for it at a really young age besides the acting stuff. And I saw like, you know, one of my sisters went through um, postpartum and it's just, she was very quiet about it. Like everyone's really mm-hmm. quiet about what they're going through because they, they're afraid, number one, it's going to be used against them. They're yeah. like, there's so many other, um, they're afraid they're bad moms or they're being judged. They're judging themselves. And it, there's yeah, so it's many like reasons. Shame. Yeah, it's shame. And it's, and the mental health is such a, an important aspect of like you have hormones happening you have so many things happening and you're not working and then that's that was my identity I worked I worked a lot I love working that was my Mm. thing and then I and then I had this baby and I went back to work three weeks later and then I was like oh I'm never gonna work again I'm gonna continue to work and then I I got this like praise for going back to work and and then I realized like a year and a half later it hit me a year and a half later it hit me in November And I had this mental breakdown of like, I quit acting (laughs) for a while. Like Mm -hmm. I'm purposefully taking a break and like being there for my family and myself and taking, I've never taken a break. I've never taken a break. I've never really taken a proper vacation. So it was like this whole transformation in my life that I would, I want to share with other women. And I know that other women are going through the same thing. So that's the long of it. That's the short of it. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's so important. I feel like, gosh, even just in the last year, I've seen more people. And maybe it's because, you know, none of us have been moms for very long, but maybe weren't weren't as in tune. But I feel like there's like so many women talking about mental health of new moms and loving their new bodies and showing that to the world. And that has just not been 
a thing, like, especially with our, like our parents' generation, that was just not Mm -hmm. something that was talked about. And finally people are. And I think a lot of people still don't even know how to talk about it or what to say about it or if they should, or, you know, there's still some of those feelings of guilt and shame and they don't know if they're allowed to talk about it. Yes. 100%. I agree with you on that. And Times are changing and whether it's trending or not, women are speaking out. And I think it's so important to support each other through the process. And I have a lot of different friends who, ones that are very quiet and they don't tell you much <laughs> about mm-hmm. the process, And but no one could prepare you for birth. No one could prepare you for what, at least if you know, you know. And, right. and most of these women are not being supported through their process and don't, don't know what to do or like, even with the breastfeeding, getting a breastfeeding. Oh my God. Now I'm blanking. I had oh, a lactation consultant. Yes. Yes. I had a lactation consultant and it, and I was living in California at the time. So I had a lactation consultant and not everyone is fortunate enough to have that ability to have that. So I had yeah. them come in like six different times. And then I realized that my child was tongue-tied exterior and posterior and I didn't know that either so it's like and then we had to get that fixed and then I continued to breastfeed for about a year and a bit and it was if I didn't have that support then I would have just given up and been like this is way too hard (laughs) I'm not doing this anymore (laughs) so your wellness workshop Can you tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about those? Yeah. So I had that mental breakdown in November (laughs) of like not wanting to work. And then I ended up like the next day getting an offer to do something. And I was like, no, I want to focus on doing women workshops. And I want to do them four times a year. I want to correlate it to seasons because our bodies Mm. are very connected to the earth, mother earth. And I believe that there is time for restoration and there, and we don't really follow our cycle, our monthly cycle or our, like, um, our surroundings are our, our the nature, um, the nature of the world and how, how we can in the winter time we're, we're different than, than we are in the summer. So I wanted to correlate a lot of, um, each workshop to, uh, a season. And, and then I did, so January, I decided to do uh, something um, that was an, an imaginary kind of workshop. It was kind of scientific effects of having, being able to envision your future. And so we did a, we did a visionary workshop and I really didn't know if it was going to work. I was like, I guess I'm going to do this like vision board workshop. I don't know. Like, and then cool. it all kind of came together and I got wicked sponsors and everyone was like so down and it was a huge success. And the science behind vision boards and how they're so important to do. And I totally had COVID on my vision board and it came true. Like I oh. didn't even expect it. No, uh, that would happen in January. And then all, all the ladies messaged me like, we did not expect this to happen. <laughs> like no one did. <laughs> this was not on my vision board. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the, the next one I want to do is consumption versus creation, which is really kind of weird because I feel like with COVID, it's it's connected because we are a society of consumption. And mm-hmm. I, I was really interested in, you know, when we get stressed out, what do we do? We consume, we consume our phones, we consume food, we consume retail, we consume whatever it is, alcohol. 
So it's like, what do you do when you're in this place of, can you create instead and how Mm -hmm. sustainable that is to your health and to just overall well-being. So it was uh, like, I've been doing a lot of research on it. So it, I still have to really like, honestly, I just have my plate so full that I haven't been able to get out there and do it, but that's okay. It will happen at some point, but yeah, that's why I just really like doing workshops with women and, and keeping them motivated and um, finding and aligning with themselves. That's That's so crazy because um, personally, like the things that I've been going through and like a lot of my inner monologue lately has been intentionally trying not to consume. And that for me includes a lot of social media. I've been like intentionally keeping track of how long I've been on my phone. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to set it down for a couple hours and just not consume mm-hmm. crap, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. But because, yeah. because I have felt, I have felt stagnant in my own creativity and I have mm-hmm. been feeling so uninspired. And I feel like the more I'm on my phone and looking at other create people being creative and just like, yeah. you, like finding that within themselves, it like makes me feel resentment towards myself because I can't find it. And it's been yeah. very frustrating for me. So it's crazy that that's actually what you're doing your next yeah. one on because I feel like that's just like the nail on the head to how. Yeah, it's like such an annoying feature of the mind that our minds don't think in terms of absolutes. We really think in terms of like uh, reference points. And if we're constantly looking at our phone, those reference points aren't real. Right. So they're unrealistic reference points. And then we feel bad about ourselves because of it. So it's like, we have to be very mindful of what we're constantly consuming, what our children are consuming, especially too. I can totally relate to that. Totally. Because it's so easy to do. It's like, well, what what else can I do? (laughs) I can garden or, you know. I feel like at the very beginning of all this quarantining, everybody (laughs) was so, I feel like people were being very creative. I was being very creative. I was like, I'm going to, you know, I used to sing all the time. I was like, I'm going to sing again and started doing that. And then like everything got harder. I mean, yes, we have kids and that got harder, but not going out got harder and trying to entertain them got harder. And, and almost Mm -hmm. like the world got even darker and darker and darker and darker. And then people stopped creating like they started out. I feel like it started out by being people going, Oh my gosh, we have time to like be with our family and like we have time for ourselves. And then all of a sudden it was like, Nope. Well, cause like yeah. as, as a Western culture, we think like linear. So we think A to Z, right? So we are like, Oh, this is the beginning of quarantine and it'll be over in a couple months. And so I think right. we all just kind of thought it was like, we could see the end of like the light at the end of the tunnel. And now it's like everything's extending and everyone's just fatigued. Everyone is fatigued. And it's like, although, so we just got into phase two. So it's like, although you can do these things with your friends, like it's still just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Right. So it's this like, Oh, I want to go out for lunch. But at the same time, I just saw you on a boat online yesterday partying with like, like, I, I don't know, I'm yeah, pregnant and right. I'm having another baby. I have a toddler and another, like, this is, this is a really, so you still feel isolated and it does get, it, everyone is very fatigued over it, but at the same, it's just rewiring. I feel like it's a consciousness awakening for the world. 
And like, there's yes. this rewiring that's happening. It's a beautiful thing that's happening, but at the same time, it's one of the hardest things in the world to do yeah. constantly. Yeah. Like create, like for me, I was great at the beginning. I'm like, Oh my God, I've always like, I've, I like taking Coursera courses. And I took this one from Yale and it was the science of being happy. And I was like, mm. okay, I'm going to take this course and, and then I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then, yeah, you just get, you get fatigued and you're like, okay, now I want to like, I want to do normal things that I'm used to. Right. Like go out for lunch with my girlfriends. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, like you were saying, it's almost like a different type of consumption because this is all new like a whole new normal or whatever mm -hmm. being thrown at us and then the media and then just like current events and then like trying to keep up with like what's safe, what's not. It's all just like, it's so much consumption. It's like our brains have to just be on overdrive. It makes sense that we're all mm -hmm. feeling this way. Yeah. I had to stop watching the news for a bit, like literally just cut it out for a couple weeks. And then I like slowly and the thing is, even if you do cut it out, you're still finding out about things but from family members or, you know, you, you go through your articles online or it. So even if you're not watching the news, you're still kind of getting it. But yeah, so I, I watch the news like once a day, me and my husband will sit down, we'll watch like 20 minutes. Okay, we got our fix. We need to, we we know what's going on in the world and we move on. Yeah. What are you do you have any like tips to stay positive, like mentally and physically, like with your health right now, just for anyone who's out there listening? I think if you're feeling down and out, if it's summertime right now, just get outside and go for a walk. Yeah. Mm. Like if you, that's like nature is so helpful in that sense. And mother earth can give you so much back that you just, you might not, people might not be into like sitting down or taking a couple of breaths that helps to, but if you're not into the meditation, you're not into the yoga, not everyone is. We get that. But whatever your meditation is, whatever your release is, just knowing what that is, that, that would be my tip mm. is like knowing what, what you, what makes you, but innately, not something surfacey, not something like I'm going to go online and go shopping. Not so good. Make me feel better. But like, yeah. You know, like going for going for a walk, helping others, creating something. Um, those are all long lasting endorphins that are released in your body that will really make you feel better. Uh, that's what I would say. Those are all good things. I know Evan's always like, let's go for a walk. And every time he goes for a walk is usually <laughs> when I sing something. So it gets, it's beneficial for both of us. <laughs> like, take right? the kids away. I get to sing. You get to walk. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. That's his thing. And I realized that with my husband, like he does not like walking. He used to, we used to live like at Vine and Sunset and he would take this, he would take the elevator to go down one <laughs> once one to go to the to go to the gym to go to the gym I'm like oh you're going God. to the gym just take the stairs so I'm like a walker I could walk for an hour and a half two hours even pregnant I walked I think I did like 12,000 steps yesterday oh my like gosh it was, yeah I felt a little like mm, maybe I pushed it too much but um <laughs> good for you though yeah but he but he has his own thing and it's just respecting our space. And, and that's another thing about quarantining with your family <laughs> is we really got to know each other and what, what I want, I like to do and what works for me isn't always going to be the same for you. Although it would mm -hmm. be nice, 
the yeah, idea of nice. it is nice. <laughs> right. But you know, it forces us to all communicate. It really does. <laughs> or crawl into really a hole. <laughs> Not talk to or each other. Or don't communicate. Just stick yourself in a room. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, for our listeners, where can people find the things that you're working on? Where can people find your wellness workshops? Where can people, you know, if they want to find you yeah. on social media, all of that stuff? Yeah, I would say Instagram is is the place for that's I don't really go on very many things, <laughs> different mm-hmm. things, because it's just too time consuming for me. So I would say just my Instagram, which is Tamara Duarte Official. Um, you know, I haven't I don't have my wellness website up. I am working with someone right now to, you know, get all of those things chiseled away and hashed out. So I'm working on that. But yeah, just through Instagram, really, I don't really have any other forms of social media. <laughs> yeah, we use Instagram yeah. mostly, mostly too. Yeah. It's like once you start to get into the Twitter and the TikTok and this and that, I'm like, this is way too much for me, man. It's oh a lot. Gosh, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much for being with us today. I can't wait till your wellness workshops are up because I want to be a part of them. Yes. Me yes. Too. Yes. I will. Gu- I will definitely keep you guys posted. And, um, you know, being new mommies, it's definitely I might do something on that as well. We'll see how, how everything goes. This- Yay. And we'll be we'll be waiting <laughs> so. for your birth announcement. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, oh we're wishing goodness. you the best best with Thank your labor you. and delivery and everything. And thanks you too, Jade. I wish you the best. And I hope that everything goes well. And just keeping calm and positive thoughts. Hypno babies helps a lot. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks, ladies. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Right. Tamara was really cool. I feel like she's our type of, she would be our friend. She would be in our circle. 100%. <laughs> you know what I love I like, so much? Loving though, when everything. People, yeah. When people come on and then I'm like, just feel like sometimes people surprise you. Like, you know, it's a guest. We've never talked to them before. We know a little bit of background information. And then it's like, oh, my God, can we be your best friend? <laughs> yeah. She's one of those just people. When, just when, when, when you're having an interview and you just feel like you're vibing. And she's so down to earth. And I just loved how yes. open she was about everything. And um, her story about how she went to Vietnam and became like a yoga instructor. And so how she cool. felt called to like work with moms and children and just how mm-hmm. she's watched her family go through everything they've gone through. I just think is a really cool story that you would never expect from somebody who per se is like in the public eye and is a celebrity. Right. Right. And that you just watch on TV. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really excited for her to start a wellness website up and everything because I feel like so many women are going to be helped so much just by having new connections in these workshops able to talk and be heard and I don't know absolutely it sounds like she has the right connections to have like experts and everything but she also just sounds so relatable that I feel like it will be something that women can access and it's it's like I guess the word is is it's just relatable yeah Yeah. no she's in Canada so we can't (laughs) hang out with her not that we could anyway because COVID (laughs) 
<laughs> but someday i know someday all right well thank you guys so much for listening as always we love you and we hope you all are doing well out there we're thinking of you and yes and please tell a friend about mommy's tell all thank you everybody who has gone to apple Podcasts, given us five star rating and review it seriously really helps other moms find the show and I mean, you guys, we're climbing the charts. <laughs> Every time you leave us a five-star review, it makes our hearts go pitter-patter. So it thank does. you so much. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks again. <laughs>